Good evening, everyone. Good evening to my brothers, Andy Yanez and Willie Gibson. Welcome to another Folks Talking Sports. Houston Round Bar Review presents Folks Talking Sports. How y'all doing? Good, sir. How are you? I'm doing pretty well today. Uh, I got things accomplished that I wanted to, yard work and other recycling things. So I felt like a person that loves the earth and all that glorious stuff. So uh, let's get into it. Andy Yanez, the youngster of the, the group, the, the young man who tweets updates to help old heads like me and youngsters like Will uh, keep up with U of H football. So you got anything to report right off the top of the show, Mr. Yanez? Uh, game, I think Houston's barely on their second offensive drive. So far, so good. They had the best opening drive. The defense forced a three and out. And then the Cougars offense was able to march down the field and score a touchdown. Clayton Toon looked real sharp, found five different receivers and route to an 11-yard pass, touchdown pass to Christian Trahan. And right now, Houston's offense is back on the field, and they just picked up a first down on third down. So, hey, and so far, so good. It's still in the first quarter, but Houston's leading 7-0. Seven nothing over two lane green wave on the road games on uh, ESPN, ESPN, I think. But of course, everybody, you want to watch us, you want to watch folks talking sports. You can come here and get updates from Andy while you listen to us uh, pontificate on all things sports related. Will Gibson, you got anything you want to get off the top of your head? I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you the solo camera if you're ready for it, man. You ready? No, I'm not ready for it, but I'll take it. Okay, well, that's good. We just we adjust on the fly. You got it. Yeah. Yeah, but no, we uh, Big Ten Media Days for basketball were so well started today, uh, close tomorrow, and um, Chris Holtman, Chris Holtzman and uh, Kevin McGuff, men's team and women's teams head coaches, just typical. Well, you know, we're excited. Uh, impact of COVID last year and what they're looking for uh, going into the 2021-2022 season. So um, that's pretty much what I was looking into now. Uh, of course, Buckeyes football team homecoming against Maryland on the Saturday at noon Eastern, 11 Central on uh, Fox. So that's always uh, must-see TV as as well. So, Come on, sir. You got one more thing to share, don't you, my man, about the, uh, the, the FUBO and gambling? That's you, want, you want you don't want to touch on that or at least laugh about it or, or you know, tell me what you said earlier today. <laughs> sports betting is not permitted in the state of Ohio. But that's not what what the Dan Gilbert's trying to do inside his arena. Yeah, he had a casino once upon a time up the street too. Once upon a time. But no more. Okay. It's not gonna happen, man. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Well, all right. I mean, because what what is the deal? They're trying to tie in. It's not. It's the family fan friendly. It's not money gambling. It's well, they've always had the Cavs pick them on their on their app. You know, mm-hmm. okay. you know who's going to score for us? Who's going to do that? They've always done that, but now it's just Fubo Gaming attached as the official sponsor somewhat. And, and yeah, it's cool. But Governor Mike Governor Mike DeWine is not having that. Is. You know, and I'm pretty sure Tillman would probably do something similar here, but I mean, what good would it do? Governor Abbott's the same way here. It's like Lieutenant Governor. They'd rather the gambling money go to Louisiana and other states. But I digress. Anyway, okay. 
We got another scoring update. UH just scored another touchdown this time. Clayton Toon found Jeremy Singleton for a 17-yard score. So Houston's up. Uh, pending PAT, 14 nothing. Well, maybe Tulane is, is worse than um, I realized. You know, during the offseason, I picked them to win because I like, uh, well, a couple of things. Short turnaround. And I like yeah. Coach Fritz more than I like Dana Hogerson. So, you know, in believing who's a better coach. PAT is good, 14 nothing. But, yeah, I believe this is going to be the third game for Houston in 12 days. So, if they can come out of that stretch, 3-0, and that that's pretty impressive. Like, both of us didn't expect them to go undefeated during that stretch just in terms of how, how difficult, how yeah, of a turnaround or how quick of a turnaround that was. But, you know, kudos. I guess need to give the defense credit. The defense is doing a good job dominating – yeah, for the sure. The opponents, you know, lesser opponents or not, they're still doing a good job containing them. So if they didn't do it, we talk about them negatively. So they're doing it positively. Got to give them credit for that. So for sure. And if, if they can win this game, it'll be big because then they have a bye week. Then they play East Carolina, which would be the biggest trap game um, on the schedule. Because after that, East Carolina game is a date with SMU, who is just last week got into the top 25 in the AP poll. So. If Houston can take care of business at that game right before Halloween, I believe October 30th would be a pretty interesting game at TDCU. Might be the biggest game that Houston has had, certainly under the Dana Hogerson era, if they can take care of business like they're doing right now and also against East Carolina. I would say so. And SMU being ranked, you know, it's an in-state opponent, in-state rival. SMU football is probably more highly thought of right now in-state than U of H despite U of H being invited to the Big 12, right. it would help U of H to win that game, you know, so they could get yeah. bragging rights. And then we beat SMU. SMU's already claimed one win over Big 12, and beating TCU, claiming the, you know, DFW area. Well, U of H beats SMU. U of H claimed Texas and say, oh, by the way, we beat y'all and we're going to the Big 12. So, you know, that'll be good for bragging rights and recruiting, and that's the most important thing because U of H and Dana need to do a better job in talent level recruiting going to the Big 12. George Sandoval, Jorge Sandoval, I really got to give my man. I'm going to can he, can he give me the, the phonetics on that? Because if it's Jorge, I want to say Jorge. I can say Jorge. You know, I'm, I'm not Jorge. that, you know, I'm, well, I'm not you. Oh, you know, whatever, <laughs> you know, whatever, you know. But he's talking about Rockets heat, Rockets in the heat. A 9 p.m. Central Time tip-off preseason game in H-Town. I have – you, and you had a suggestion. Maybe yeah. Tillman did this so they could have the watch party for Hugh Vase Tulane at a Toyota Center. Yeah, that, that, that was interesting. I, they did a bad job of advertising it, if that was the reason why. Shocking. I didn't, Go figure I didn't that, but... know about it So, like, literally – when did I send that to you? Tuesday? Wednesday? Yeah. I mean, I hadn't heard about it since until I saw that post. So they did. That was a, especially, I mean, we're both alumni. We didn't hear about it. I hadn't heard about it since. since. Yeah, hear, hear that, Will. Okay. U of H's, well, <laughs> the Rockets. The Rockets. Have a, are having a watch party at Toyota Center mm-hmm. right now for, for fans to come in early, you know, because they have a 9 p.m. tip-off to come in, watch U of H football, and Tulane on the big screens. Yeah. Okay? No word of it until Tuesday. Hmm. 
No mention of it, no promotion of it until Tuesday. I, I just, how do you expect people to know about it unless you promoted it, promote it in time to give them notice, you know, let them plan for it, make an evening of it? Now, now is it only for ticket holders to the Rockets game or can anyone come? How do they, what's the, what's the deal with that? Andy, do you know any more details about that? Yeah, I'd imagine that they'd have to get tickets at least to the Rockets game <clears throat> ahead of it. But um, I would assume so. Yeah, that's why well, I asked that because maybe that's yeah tickets, tickets. Yeah. Then you have to purchase tickets, um, of course. Um, but it's preseason; no longer available. There aren't that many people yeah. at the game Tuesday for the yeah. Rockets Wizards game preseason. You know. And actually, now that I'm looking at that tweet, I mean, it wasn't even the Rockets or U of H's account tweeted it. It was the Houston alumni, the University of Houston alumni. Well, that makes even more sense because U of H alumni associations, many of them, pick a business, pick pick a college, has never been great at promoting and marketing itself and events in a timely manner. So that hasn't changed since I was there. <laughs> so, And that's almost 30 years ago. But uh, and Andy's learning that right now. So, you know, so figure it out. Do the math. I'm not going to make too much of a deal about Rockets heat preseason. I know the Rockets did announce the injury report. Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon's out with an ankle. And I, I noticed EG, um, he was running the stairs yesterday at the end of practice. <clears throat> and he seemed to have a little hitch in the giddy up. You know what I'm, you know. He wasn't moving, walking well, but, you know, we didn't have to speak to him. So wasn't a chance to get any more details about it. It just looked like he was in discomfort uh, he was, as he was walking down the steps. So now we find out it was an ankle injury and well, we wish him well. And hopefully not a long-term issue. You know, it's a shame. Eric Gordon, you know, he puts in the work, works out. Summertime, works on his game, shot, etc. But he always just seems to get injured through no fault of his own. So, uh, you know, he just has to overcome it and deal with it. Miami Heat, hope we get Will back on here. Miami Heat, because I want to talk to him about that and you as well, about the former NBA player's charge yeah, uh, with committing fraud and fraud. medical and dental. Um, that was wild. But uh, obviously... Two uh, John, Rockets on that list. Yeah. I remember Terrence Williams. I remember talking to him, interviewing him a few times in the locker room. So, yeah. Um, Eric Gordon out, left ankle soreness. John Wall out. It's it's weird seeing John Wall. Saw him at practice. And it's just he, – he wasn't participating in practice from what we saw. But he was there. And I was like, well, there's John Wall. <laughs> so, But uh, for the Heat, uh, Marcus Garrett, questionable lower back spasm. Udonis Haslam out, personal reasons. Caleb Martin out, right, right ankle sprain. Victor Oladipo out, right knee surgery. VO going down the Eric Gordon path, that's, stays injured. Gabe Vincent out, left groin strain. Rockets Heat, ESPN 2, tipping off 9 p.m., 9.05, roughly like that. I'm, hopefully, I'm, I'm not really curious. Just hopefully see Jalen Green shoot better. Didn't shoot well in Tuesday's game. I did not make a three-pointer. I'm not going to make a big deal about it. But your thoughts on Did y'all watch either one of y'all watch the game, uh, the Rockets game? Will, have you seen the Cavs preseason? 
uh, so far? I've seen it. I'll actually be there tomorrow. Um, it's preseason. It's what, what, I, mean, I know my eyes tell me they lost by 36 on Tuesday, but they won by three on Wednesday. Yeah. So, right. Yeah, I mean, I'm less, I'm, you know, fans have a different perspective from media. Coaches have a different perspective from both of us. You know, I'm kind of curious to see how many, which Rockets play tonight. Minute-wise should be the same, 25 minutes or so. Um, max for everyone with Eric Gordon out, probably get more minutes for Josh Christopher and probably Armani minute, Brooks. Eric Gordon out. No, shocking, isn't it? Yeah, no. shocking. Yeah, <laughs> left ankle soreness, e.g., out. Yes, so you know, he's that's, just that's that's probably why he's still on the Rockets roster, you know, and that's a, that's a good point. He's got to stay healthy to want a team to trade for him. You know, his contract is, is reasonable, but is he healthy? And can he stay healthy? So that's going to, I don't say it hinders the Rockets. It may delay them trading him, but the Rockets made a blockbuster trade. I, I kid. Um, trading, we're waving Kyrie Thomas, trading for former Detroit Piston, who I, I know his game pretty well, um, Sekou Dumboya, they waived Sekou today. Basically, they just traded him, got him from Brooklyn for an unprotected second-round pick in 2024. Waived him today. They're going to pay him $3 million, last year of his rookie deal, uh, to go away. So Sekou, he was – I'm surprised when he was drafted by Detroit at 15, going on three years ago now, I think. I'm surprised the commentators did not say, or maybe I missed it, Tag him with the he's two years away from being two years away. <laughs> Greatest line ever. Because he was talented in France, but he was young. Played the game, barely played, started playing basketball. You know, I think around 16, 15, 16 years old. Came over to Detroit, had some flashes here and there with some skills about potential. But the red flag that that turned me away from him was. I heard that he he had problems getting to practice on time. Young fella, this is a job. You got to get to practice on time. You got to be there early. And he had, that was a problem. Well, new GM Troy Weaver. Hey, I didn't draft you. So if I'm going to find something for, that I can get for you. Bye. So he, he got something for him. The Nets waved. We got him to the Rockets. Rockets waving today. So good luck to him. Maybe he'll catch on a G League team or go back overseas, go to France and decide if he wants to be a pro. Because that's first things first. Because if pro basketball is for him, especially NBA, go back home. Try to make some money over there. If that's what you want to do, fine. If not, get this money this 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 year, get this season, then do something else with your, with your life. Um, Andy, have you got anything from the American yet or from U of H yet? From U of H? I haven't. Let me double check to confirm, but I, I don't think so. Regarding regarding AAC both. Media Day, yes. Will, you, you touched on it. The Big Ten ha uh, had Basketball Media Day today, day one, right? Mm -hmm. And the day two will be tomorrow. The American Athletic Conference, and that was in person, right? It's in person. Big Ten, right? It is in person. 
the American, the AAC is going to have virtual media days on the 13th and 14th. U of H will be, and that can be seen on, on ESPN Plus. Um, U of H will go on the 13th, both men's and women's uh, coaches and one or two student assets will be available to speak to the media. I got the notification from a conference Tuesday. Andy, I think I sent it to you Tuesday, right? I mentioned it to you Tuesday. Correct. Um, got to uh, fill out the credential. I did that. But uh, so far, Mr. Yanez and Mr. James Mueller have not received anything yet from uh, U of H. So hopefully Friday or Monday, they'll get that taken care of so they can be a part of it and participate. And I'm sure they have some riveting questions to ask Kelvin Sampson and Ronald Huey about the upcoming season. Fellas, I'm still waiting for this young lady to announce her commitment to U of H women's basketball. I've waited on it for almost a month now. Uh, yeah. She's outside of Texas. I won't give, you know, until she announced it, I'm not going to mention her, you know, give her name away, take away any of her shine or anything like that. She's waiting to finalize all her, what do you want to call it, promotion, uh, movie. <laughs> You know, or they want to put production she wants to put together for for Instagram or Twitter or TikTok or Snapchat or whatever Andy's generation does. Like, what's what's the young man's name? Jared McCain. Jared McCain. They're not even my generation anymore. They're 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 generation. There's our own generation. There's see, two different types of uh, Gen Zs. There's see when I grew up, we were still. I grew up just before it was, and this is going to sound so funny. <laughs> this is divided. I grew I apologize. <laughs> no, wait, wait. What I was going to say, I grew up right before the smartphone era, where, like, smartphones were, like, the norm, like, where people just grow up and everyone automatically has smartphones. Like, yeah, I was already up with the internet and all that stuff, but there's a difference between once the iPhone came along and the smartphones became, like, taking over. That was the most common thing. I was still grew up just before whenever i still got to experience the flip phone era so there's there's a difference there's a difference <laughs> i mean te technically your logic is sound i'm going to go dictionary on you for a second oh yeah I we're all gen z but the, yeah dic dictionary says uh, generations are every 30 years you know so but anyway did you see let's see Okay, per Jonathan Fagan, Daniel House is joining the Rockets starting lineup with Eric Gordon out. So that's good. So it should be House, Daylon Green, Kevin Porter Jr., Tice, and Christian Wood. In person, I think Daniel House or Jay Sean Tate should be starting anyway with Eric Gordon coming off the bench. I think it balances out the team better with scoring. But anyhow, I digress. I am not Coach Steven Silas. But back to youngster, Indianis. Uh, well, I don't know. Did I did I send you the Jerry McCain, um, yeah, TikTok thing? Yeah, you did. I, and I need. I hope Tamer can can uh, join us because I sent it to her, and she was like, "Yeah." It, she she corrected me because I what I sent out to friends and colleagues was it was a meme. I mean, I you know, Tamer corrected me said no no memes are for TikTok. Twitter. That's a TikTok thing, whatever. And I was like, oh, I'm oh. sorry. I didn't, I know there was a difference. So whatever. But yeah, he sent out, Jared sent out, what is it? A five, eight second 
TikTok of yeah, about five seconds, like whatever dance move something or other <laughs> with a song playing in the in the background. It wasn't a song. Oh, okay, what is it, Andy? Tell me what it is. It, well, it, it's a line from a movie. That's what I've heard. Is it a line from a movie? Yeah, it's kind of. See, with TikTok, you have the tradition where you can put songs and like make stuff like that. But it's more common in terms of, uh, I guess, the more viral videos is whenever you, if you could take a, a certain scene from a movie, and this is general sense because I know there's like a hundred different other things you can do on TikTok, and then just like act it out, sort of. Obviously, with the audio over, but you're acting out um, with the audio's playing. Okay. So the and it's the killer is escaping or something like that. Yeah, that's that's the, that's what came out. Yeah, and he's done that a few times and for other TikToks. And okay, I don't. Yeah. But we're talking about Jared McCain because he had an official visit to the University of Houston over the weekend, Friday through Sunday. Five star guard, six two, six three guard, uh, from California, part of the team. Why not AAU program, which I think is. Uh, Russell Westbrook's it is program. It is. So just put all that together. I've said it, Andy, I said it to you. I've said it to other people. UVH five-star talent is has noticed and is noticing the University of Houston men's basketball program. So they are coming on visits. Jarris Walker should be here. What is it, Andy, on the the 19th or the 28th? By the end of the month, he's supposed to make a visit. He hasn't announced a commitment to anybody else, has he, that I missed? No, he hasn't. Uh, okay. let, me, let me double check when he but has yeah. Houston. He's a five-star, 6'8", 6'9", forward, who looks like... 220, 6'8". Yeah, he, he looks bigger than that. Cause he's, it, it's all muscle. I mean, he, he kind of looks like... I, try to, I forgot the analogy that I used to compare him with, but he is quite muscular you know very in shape young man till he works out gets the weights as well but skilled big man for u of h five star so he's a five star jeremy kane is a five star um terrence arsenal is a four star probably maybe on the border of being a five star if he has a great senior season for beaumont united and especially if he lays in back to back to back state championships and if you didn't see the clips put on his Twitter, you know, his highlights, Terrence Arsenal blocking shots, hitting threes, you know, beating guys off the dribble, um, defending guards, swatting their shots, on, try to get by them on, on layups. Total package for him. So it looks like, again, Coach Sampson, U of H has a talented player. Will, Andy, let's discuss 18 former NBA players charged with defrauding NBA's health and welfare benefit plan. When you saw it, heard it, what did you think? What was your first reaction? Andy, you first. Yeah, I, I think I sent it to you as soon as, uh, I believe it was Shams that tweeted, or maybe it, it yeah, might it was have been one of those two um, tw tweeted out the list of, uh, I believe it was 10 or how many players was it again? Or at former players? It's 18 total. 18. One article said 15 NBA, and you know, but I think they were wrong on that. But I think it's 18 total. Yeah, with some of the names that were on the list, like Tony Allen, uh, Glenn Davis, and uh, even like I mentioned with the two former Rockets, you mentioned Terrence Williams. Uh, the other one was Greg. Uh, he got 
when he was with the Rockets, he went by Greg Smith. I don't know if, uh, like, I'm assuming his full name was Gregory Smith, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's shocking. <laughs> First of all, when you look at some of the names on the list, but also you don't really think about it. Uh, fraud at at that level against uh, the NBA to me is just shocking. Will, what do you think? Yeah, um, when I saw the names, the Big Baby Davis, that stuck out like. He's had some uh, headlines since he left the game previous with some uh, illegal, illicit uh, selling of some substances, and uh, allegedly. Yes. Allegedly. <laughs> um, Jamario Moon, former Cavalier, that kind of stuck out. And then Darius Miles. Um, and isn't Darius Miles part of Knuckleheads? Yes. Yes. So I wonder... Did he just, because I think he was, because I think 15 or 16 of these guys got arrested. Yeah. So if he's one of those who got arrested, I wonder if knuckleheads would be in repeats for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Could very well be. And then I heard what they did. The, the yes. actual act yes. of I'm like, are you serious? The same root canal. On the same day. On the same tooth. On the same day. And so I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, let me see, let's see if I can pull that, that particular part of it up. Yeah. Davis, Roden, and Allen all claim to have had crowns on the same 16th on the same day, May 11th, 2016, according to the indictment. And so let me read the names real quick, pull it up. But yeah, I was just got Terrence Williams, the mastermind. Yeah, I saw that. I was sorry. Allen Anderson, Anthony Allen, Shannon Brown, Will. Oh, Will Bynum. Oh, snap. Excuse me. According to the government, William Bynum. Yeah. Christopher Douglas Roberts. Mm. Memphis. Melvin Eli. UNLV. Jamario Moon. Milton Palacio, who is on the Blazers coaching staff. Ruben Patterson. Eddie Robinson. Gregory Smith. Charles Watson Jr. Antoine Wright and Anthony Roden. And I don't know why they didn't include Sebastian Telfair as part of the ex-players, but Seb's in there too. Oh my goodness, man! I just read read the article. I'm just shaking my head at all this stuff for dental and medical claims. I'm just oh, nothing. And the indictment alleges that Williams impersonated an individual who processed the claims, and he threatened a potential witness. <laughs> oh my goodness! And he, as mastermind, received two hundred thirty thousand dollars in kickbacks from the other defendants. For his role in the fraud. Now, forgive my snark. Forgive oh. my snark. But can we call him a mastermind if they got caught? I uh, thank you. That uh, that's that's really where I'm 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 going with this as well, especially for three of them that do have the same thing done, the same teeth on the same date. Yeah. Y'all ought to think that through. Yeah. I I, I mean Venice office in Encino, in California or, or or something like that. And one of was it was it Terrence Williams? Who had dental work, a claim for dental work while he was playing overseas in Taiwan? I think that's how this all started. He was requesting reimbursement of like 48 grand while he was hooping in Taiwan. Oh boy. I, I, you know, and it's it's not, and it's not a it's not a player thing, it's not a black thing. If folks can get over, they can try to get over. You know, it's it's players, it's athletes, actors, politicians, 
real folks, you know, because I mean, fraud is everywhere. We get those ridiculous, stupid calls, and we got all those ridiculous emails, and you know, my Nigerian prince, you know, stuff. So it's it's all out there. So let's not just put the players, see, NBA players, you know, blah 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 blah. Look at the NBA. Give that a rest, or you're just trying to get that angle on what you want to do. So don't bring that on this show. But <clears throat> did y'all see the dunk? Will I saw it? Jared Allen. Did they make memes of him being uh, the the new Brandon Knight? Not yet. I or I haven't seen them, but I'm sure it's coming. And did you see the dunk? I think I know exactly what you're talking about, and I'm forgetting who the player was. John Collins. John Collins. Oh, yeah. You. yeah, I saw it. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's 14-8 now. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, so Tulane. Coach Fritz is making some adjustments. And uh, well, Yeah. Houston, they, they finally stopped Houston on offense, and then the defense got, uh, for one of the rare times, at least the last few weeks, they got torched down the field, and then they got penalized on the PAT. So Tulane ended up going for it um, from the one-yard line and converted, so it's 14-8. Well, is it still first quarter? No, uh, no, they're in the second. Second quarter, okay. <clears throat> Y'all got any thoughts on the Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder fight? <clears throat> I'm torn. I want to see torn. I mean, I, why am I torn? Yeah, I, I, I love the Deontay Wilder. I do, I do. But I got to see something more than what I saw in fight two. Hey, so indeed. Tyson Fury. Andy. Do you, are you a boxing person? Uh, you're probably uh, UFC, MMA kind of stuff, aren't you? Uh, yeah, how'd you know? Generation, just you right. know, generational <laughs> thing. Yep, yep, that's just not my thing, you know. No. But I'm with you, Will. Deontay Wilder, he doesn't move, man. He just stands there, he, he's just stiff. He got a you know, a great right hand. Yep. Do more, do more with your jab, you know, be busy. Yep. Tyson Fury, man, he just he's moving all around, you know. And our man AJ Andre Jones today on the lunch break, he looked like Fury was in the Matrix. I mean, he's just moving all around and just the head movement and everything. Yep. I don't see that changing. You know, I mean, <clears throat> if Deontay hasn't changed his style, it'll be the same result, unfortunately yep. for him. Right. But yeah, pay-per-view Saturday, $80 on ESPN Plus and I think Fox pay-per-view as well. So, okay. That's, you know, I I need some, I need to go to a party or something. We can chip in, you know, five bucks each. Give me 15 15 other friends, you know, we can put it in and go like that. That's $80. That's, That's a hit right there, you know, folks on a budget. So, but uh, waiting on Chamber to chime in. I mean, I haven't heard from her that she's not going to be able to join us or not. But Andy, are preseason games in any pro sport worth anything? Of course, they're worth something, especially for the younger players that aren't going to, are new to the league and you're getting to see what's, how, they can kind of do in a much more NBA-like atmosphere. But certainly, I guess, when you think about, like, the, the more veteran type of players that have been in the league a couple of years, I mean, honestly, for them, it doesn't really – it serves as a tune-up to just kind of slowly ease into the regular season. But you can't take much away from it. I remember 
I learned this lesson in 20, the 2018-19 season when Michael Carter Williams for the Rockets looked like he was going to be like the sixth man of the year for the Rockets. Like I, I know a lot of people are comparing him to, to Sean Livingston, uh, like he could fill that type of role for the Rockets. And then once the regular season started, it, he well, fell off a cliff with the production he had seen in the preseason. Um, so, of course, you're going to take everything with a grain of salt. But I think, especially for the younger players, it's valuable. Will? Well, I hate to go Kanye on you, but I'm a, I, well, to who? You say, is it worth anything to who? Let me ask that. No, you tell me who you think it's worth. I think it is for youngsters, not veterans. You know, old heads, I, I mean, always don't even play. They just sit on the bench in the nice clothes. And, and that's what I was going to say. In the, in, in the uh, NBA, no. I don't think it's worth anything because, what, they take 20 players to camp, correct? Max of 20. Max, yep. Max of 20. And you can take 15 to your roster. They know day one who's going to make the 15. I don't. I very rarely see a shock where somebody, one of the five. True. Others. Yeah. Make the 15. So it's like, what are we doing? I don't. That For me, I, I just don't. I don't see the, the worth in it from that perspective. I, I like uh, if we got fans who are tuning in. Uh, give me their, Give me your thoughts on it. Especially for full price. If y'all are buying a ticket, don't make it full price for preseason games. I'm glad because hell, the NBA used to have eight preseason yes. games. Yeah, was now it's four. Yeah, you know, that's you know, eight was ridiculous. Just like the NFL used to have four. And if you five played the Hall of Fame game, play. it was yeah, it was five. You know, full price. And they were part of the season ticket packages. Yeah. So teams told fans if you want season tickets, you have to you're paying for the preseason game as well. Yeah, that's that's a sham. That's a scam. That's what that is. That is a, a pure scam. And I'm glad fans finally realized it and finally spoke up and said, "We're not doing this." And you know, NFL preseason game number one, the vets, well, they may play a series. Yeah, if they play at all. So fans are paying top dollar to see. Their stars, maybe, for one series. And it's pure profit for the owners because players aren't getting game checks for preseason games. You get a per diem. Yes. It's nowhere near a game check. So, you know, it's, it's content. And I understand that part of it. But media-wise, I mean, it's good content for, for media. But other than that, I mean, Doc Rivers, I agree with Doc. You know, especially nowadays when – we were Andy's age. Teams had two a days for yep. practices. Right now they've cut back on that because you know, kind of preserve the, the players' bodies for the long grind of the season. And if they go twice, the second practice is really just a walkthrough or, or a shoot around or not shoot around, but a shooting session or film sessions. Rockets have one long practice, and then the players can come back and just watch film or just shoot in the gym let's do that these preseason games yeah okay espn to show the rockets it's going to be good fluff i mean we're probably going to learn some things about certain players doing this broadcast that we had no idea because they got to fill the space but the announcers are going to ooh and ah did you see that move by Jalen green yeah okay you know good for him all right 
you know, did you see that move by Kyle Lowry if he plays, you know, if he plays a quarter, you know, something. I mean, I'm, I, it's just, I'm getting old. I'm just not, I'm ready for the real deal. I'm ready for the season to start. When I was, I'm showing my age again. When I was 21, oh man, preseason game, baby. Preseason. Gotta look forward to covering this one. Preseason. Now, whatever. <laughs> what? Uh, so what? Whatever, you know. But fans, we had a guy call in to uh, AJ's show today on lunch break. Should I be worried about the Lakers based on these two preseason games? No. <laughs> no. No. Come on. Folks, it's fans like that, with that perspective, that the owners love. The owners love fans with that perspective because those fans are hooked. Guys, they got them. They're, they're hooked. Got them. So, got you know, Rockets heat. 9 p.m. My goodness, the post game won't start until around 11:30. Oh, so we got to be up for the. I'll be up for the Zoom calls, and and that won't be done till probably 12:30. Wow. So for a pre-season game, yes, and the game's in Houston. And Miami's an East Coast team, so if anyone wants to watch that game or has to stay up for that game, that game starts at 10, 10 at night. Man, oh man, and I, I thought. I don't know really the rationale behind it because I first thought it was because it was overseas somewhere, but no, it's here in Houston on ESPN too. So we're just going to, I'm not sure who the announcers are calling the game, but uh, well, honestly, I really don't care. I'm just going to watch it. Honestly, I'm going to watch a little bit of it and wait for the zoom post game. That's what I'm going to wait for. Wait for coach Silas to give me his take on it and whichever players rockets media brings to the table to talk to us that's all i'm waiting on you know because if, if they have practice tomorrow for media we can get the same stuff tomorrow <laughs> you know so but with different players but game wise yeah, yeah whatever so what you know but I'll go back to something you said earlier chris as far as yes. back in our day you know not to be sound the old guy but back in my day um they preseason they the nba travel when i say travel they would have games in Columbus, Ohio. They would bring the Dallas Mavericks yes. to St. John Arena because Jim Jackson, former right. Buckeye, played for right. Dallas Mavericks. They would take games to, I don't know, Des Moines, Iowa, or non-traditional markets or, yes. or markets that didn't have NBA teams. So you can see now it's like, I don't know. It's just different. It's way different. Way it, it is. You know, I mean, I think there's more hype for uh, summer league than yeah. preseason now. Of course, summer league's in Vegas now. That might yeah. might help. But preseason, what are your thoughts on Adam Silver's hopes to have in-season tournaments? You know, similar to what we see in um, European football slash soccer, things like that. In-season tournaments you know, where it's players get a million dollars each if they win or whatever. What do y'all think? Thoughts on that? End of you first. What's the point? No, I was going to say, what, what's the point of it? Especially if you throw in a, a, say they do it in the middle of the season when they throw in an extra tournament. <clears throat> first of all, I, the players aren't really going to just like, are you really going to see the top teams try to, to win this midseason tournament whenever they're, 
I'd imagine that the goals are still going to be to win an NBA championship down the road. They're not, they're not going to buy into mid. It's going to seem more like a, um, kind of like a gag that they have in the middle of the season just to try to keep games entertaining. I don't know. I don't think it's it'll. It's something that should, needs to be added. I think more it's just to, for fluff and kind of add an entertainment aspect. It doesn't really necessarily add to to value or something that would be picked up by the players. And honestly, they'll probably get a lot of pushback. Oh, it has. Will, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, you you hear complaints now about low management, players yeah. not playing, sitting out second games or back to backs, and. You think LeBron's going to play in this midseason tournament? You think, uh, I don't know, Giannis is going to play in this midseason tournament? No. Again, like Andy said, when the goal is still to win the chip and you having this tournament in January, for what? No, I, I and, and And on top of that, I'm a traditionalist. You yes. know, why, what, what are we doing here? It's not, no. Yeah, you had LeBron complaining about the the play in last year. Imagine if they make right. the, the Lakers have to do something like that for a middle of the season tournament. That you know, it's it's money motivated. You know, that's really bottom line. I see it. Um, you know, in soccer, Premier League, they go out for UEFA Cups and challenges. You know, during the season, take breaks like Premier League matchups. Example: Saturday and Sunday. And then during the week, they go into a, a challenge or a cup competition. You know, I mean, that's been established, I'm pretty sure, years ago. Th- those players didn't like it either. So Adam Silver's thinking along those lines, but I, I just, I'd have to go back and find it on YouTube or, um, you know, but PJ Tucker had a, had a great comment about it. And I just forgot his exact words, you know, and PJ played overseas and probably participated in some of these. And he was like, you know, getting his thoughts. What do you think about it? Hell no. <laughs> I don't want to do that. You know, so, I mean, well, I, I think Tamer's joining us uh, audio. So I'm going to give her a shot to uh, call me old about uh, it's TikTok, not a meme. So, Minty, how are you? Tamer, I'm doing good. Man. How about y'all? So are you, um, we're okay. Are you going to give me any grief about the, what I said about uh, what I sent to you about Jerry McCain and TikTok? <laughs> it's a, you said meme. I told you it was a TikTok. So meme is just Twitter? Old. No. Memes are just funny pictures with captions. A TikTok is usually a song and a dance combined. And that's what we saw on that TikTok. Are you dropping things, Tamer? <laughs> I'm not dropping things. I heard okay. some, there's some background noise. So it was it was a TikTok. Okay. I stand corrected. And then she threw another thing out at me showing my, my old <laughs> because age. Because the Houston Rockets. Because it's a, it, it's I yes. mean, if you're not involved you're at least on social media, so you should be able to put two and two together. I'm sure you've been seeing about Squid Games, even if you don't no, know what it is. I don't know what it is. You I, have seen it, on the. No, no, I haven't. He, he, no, Andy, what? he had no clue when I sent it to him. I'm like, come on. No. Will, have you seen whatever they're talking about? 
I've heard of Squid Games. I couldn't tell you Squid Games from Calamari. See, yeah. <laughs> it's a generational thing. You know, our generation, me and Will, and y'all, Andy and Tamer, two different things. I had no idea. Rocket's Twitter put out a picture with a W guy or something after the game Tuesday, and I just thought it represented at the fact that they won. You know, Tamer said, <laughs> no, it's, it's about a Netflix show. I'm like, it was okay. just a reference to a Netflix show, and it did highlight the win, but you would have had to see the show and know the characters to know the analogy. Sorry. No no clue whatsoever. They had no idea what it was. Still don't have an idea what it was. I think I saw earlier today, I forgot which new show it was. I think they're about to interview the cast from Squid Games, whatever. And I was like, oh, that's what Tamer is talking about. And then I walked out the room. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't care about that. I don't know about that stuff, man. Okay. I, I watch this. Is, this is my schedule. When I'm not taking care of my mom, I watch basketball, listen to jazz, and watch mysteries. That's what I do. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't do anything else. You know, I would consider Squid Games a mystery. You well, and I mean, say this. I don't, I don't watch. Well, see, there you go. I don't know. I don't have Netflix anymore. So, you know, don't have that. You know, the stuff I have, uh, I have ESPN Plus. I got The Zone. Yeah, you know, I got sports packages. That's what I have. I don't. Come on, man. You know, Tamer, I got Peacock for you in the Olympics. You know, Olympics over, Peacock's done. You know, <laughs> so ah, whatever. Oh, um, yeah, that's that's me. But uh, score still the same, Andy, 14-8. All right. Yeah, it's 14-8 and uh, third down for Houston. They, they've started a stall. They've punted on back-to-back drives. So trying to prevent a punt. And it looks like Nathaniel Dell just got injured too. Should okay. That's, huge because that's their top yeah. wide receiver. That's That's bad. Okay, uh, he's per, really shit. Oh, it might be a hand injury. Uh, per uh, Fagan from the Chronicle, Coach Silas, and I it's another example of preseason. <clears throat> I did not think about this when we were planning to do the show today that because of the 9 p.m. tip off for the Rockets, uh, Coach Silas's pregame availability would be same time as this show. So I'm missing that. So I'm going to rely on my colleagues. So According to uh, Jonathan Fagan, Coach Silas says Eric Gordon would be playing if this were a regular season game. So the ankle injuries is not that severe. So, okay, that's a good thing. You know, and for the Rocket starters, I, I was correct in, in, in my assumption. House, Seawood, Tice, Green, and Scoot, Kevin Porter Jr. So no shock there. Tamer's still there, you know, making fun of me and my old age and, and my lack of uh, <clears throat> watching hip shows, but it's okay. I'm, a, I'm, you know, I'm, I am secure in my old age. <clears throat> so, Will, I think you are as well. So uh, I'm secure in my current <laughs> age. So, <laughs> yeah, we're old compared to these two. So Fair we enough. are, yeah, we are just experienced. You know, we're it. vintage. Yeah, we're that's vintage. It. That's that's what we are. Uh, Andy, 
let me see. Do you have anything? I got a, well, I'm going to say it for the viewers. I got scheduled a conversation interview scheduled this coming Monday with a, with Justin Gorham, Justin Gorham playing overseas in Germany, getting ready. I think his first game will be Friday. So he's agreed to uh, talk to me on Monday. So we're going to get that together. And I put that out there on uh, Houston round ball review, the YouTube channel and tweet it out. Of course, but looking forward to talking to the board man for the first time as a pro. So to get his thoughts and see how life is going for him in Germany and how he's adjusting. And Andy, did you see the tweet from Corey Davis uh, two days ago about college days where the best days of his life and and I forgot the rest of it, but it seemed like Corey, the pro life is is different than college life. I think Corey sounded like he was kind of down from that tweet. So hopefully try to reach out to him and talk to him and see how things are going for him too. But I can agree Tamar, with that you... statement. College was what? some of the best days of my life. I think we all could say that. Andy, Will? I have to say that. No, because I had COVID interrupt my college experience, so it got robbed. That's one year. That's one year of four. Uh, uh-uh, it was. It was more than. It but was but Andy, COVID, you got you were able to go to Indianapolis in the Final Four. Well, that's tournament, true. You know. That's true. That experience I'll never forget. But then again, I had to go by myself. Nah, but I agree. I agree with that. I, I feel Corey Davis. But, you know, it's, it's just you got to get used to everything. You got to get used to being on your own and paying your own bills and all that responsibility and all that kind of stuff. But it, it is different. So you'll get used to it. Some of us still still trying to get used to it. <laughs> so different <laughs> parts of it. But uh, Tamer. Tamer? Yes, I'm here. I'm listening. Do you do you? Uh, have an update regarding um, your your uh, show? Actually, I just filmed the second episode today. Great. Um, went very well. It will air a week from today. So if you guys haven't already, check it out. TNC Sports Show on AT&T Sportnet. So, yes. Uh, say that one more time. If you have not gotten the chance to already, be sure to check it out one week from today. On AT&T Sportnet, TSC Sports Show. And do you know what time? I think the, the premiere episode, I mean, well, you I know, think it's AT&T. 9. It should be 9 a.m. if they haven't changed it. But it, it'll re-air a few times, you know. Let's talk about like that. Like 20 times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> regional running the same episode. Regional Sports Networks. Andy, Will, Tamer. What are your thoughts? I mean, are y'all noticing the conflicts with between the RSNs and cable? What operators, providers, you know, like Comcast, Xfinity, um, you know, et cetera, and teams, RSNs going away. RSNs, you know, aren't available on as many platforms as before. What do you, what are your thoughts on RSNs? Will? What do y'all have in Ohio? Um, we have Fox Sports Ohio, but they recently just were uh, acquired by Bally Sports, which is throwing me off because, uh, as showing my age, Bally's was a health club. Yeah. Back in the day, 
So every time I see Valley Sports, I'm like, Jim, what? What are we talking about? Here? Yeah. So, I, yeah. It, you know, and and I, and it, Valley Sports was part of Sinclair Group that bought the RSNs, and I noticed Valley um, Detroit is part of Valley Sports because I watched the Pistons game uh, last night, and they had I had the same reaction as you will. It was Valley Sports, and I was like, huh? <laughs> so I was yeah. like, you know, because it used to be Fox Sports Detroit, Fox yeah. Sports Ohio, Fox Sports Southwest, Fox Sports West. Back in the day, Andy, how far back? Well, there used to be like 20, 20, 20 to 25 RSNs spread yeah. out, you know, all over the country. Yep. And they were available on almost everywhere. Yeah, different sports packages. On. Go ahead, Andy. I was going to say that back then they also had some, at least they would show sh- some regional games like locally in terms of like uh, having it on network TV. I, like I know back then the Rock, when the Rockets used to play on FSN, they would have like some games on uh, UPN or, or my, I think they called them My 20 back then too. Yeah. Um, like they would have some games like that too. And yeah, you're right. It's gone away since as the years have gone, moved up. You know, it, it's different, and um, NBA's league pass, I got hit with that bill. Boy, Whew. man, when you want a budget, man, you get that email reminder, it's time to pay up. Boy, okay. I mean, you know, I'm covering basketball, so <laughs> I got to do it. But God, right hey, man. Tax right off. Yeah, that's, well, you know, beauty of owning your own business. So, um Things have changed, but RSNs, it's a way for pro teams to make money. Yeah. But content wise, as Tamer touched on, they don't show much besides the game. Yep. You know, ATT Sportsnet shows the Rockets game live, then the post game show, and then they, they repeat the game. Yeah. And then they think they show the game again the next day. <laughs> you know, so, and then beyond, besides that, Poker. Yep. And then maybe you get into maybe um, a couple of high school games. Yeah. And then baseball, you know, the Astros. But other than that, it's just repeats. And now we got TSU sports, Rice Sports, U of H sports shows. I got a Houston show, yeah. Yeah, we'll be just repaying, replete, repeating on loop. I wonder why they never or have yet to invest in content. You know, shows, original shows. You know, you have a crew. Heck, a sports, a nightly sports show, a sports wrap up, you know, discussing the local teams, you know, the team that you cover in your area, you know, things like that. Do something besides just showing the same stuff over, over, and over again. Maybe Tamer's going to do that with her production company that she's going to create after winning the lottery. Tamer? Or the lottery, or once I'm a millionaire. You know, I I'll say it'll it'll be interesting. Honestly, I don't think any like regional networks that's going to start fading away even more. But with the with the streaming platforms, um, it, it might provide an outlet or at least an avenue to see a lot more um, specifically guided content for for specific teams. Just. That, that seems to be the direction a lot of stuff we're going in where you could uh, 
even if it's not streaming or just stuff online where people that are interested in a certain topic, team, university, or whatever, can have content geared directly on that and just be able to access that if they want to pay. Uh, it'll be interesting, man, how it ends up going, but I think that that's probably how it'll end up going in terms of specific streaming platforms. Yeah, because the, the rumored price that uh, RSNs like Bally's, companies like that were discussing to go streaming was like 20 to 25 bucks a month. Yeah. Oh, no. No, I no. I'll just wait for the league pass and I'll just get that and be done with it. You know, no, I'm no. But really, and there was a major pushback on that price point. So we'll see if that was just part of this, you know, a discussion and a negotiation and it'll change from there going forward. But streaming is where it is. And it took me a while to adjust to, adjust to streaming. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to show, this shows you how old school I am. I won Roku TV at a Christmas party at the job a few years ago. Roku TV, streaming, okay? I didn't use it for streaming for a year. Damn. I just, <laughs> you know, I used it for my So my what do you watch? I used it for my U-verse. You know, it's about eight years ago. I just used it for my basic packages, you know. The TV went out, so I <laughs> plugged in the Roku, watched what I used to watch, you know. And then I read what Roku, I was like, oh, I have apps <laughs> on here that I can use. Oh, let me just go ahead and do these apps, you know, like ESPN Plus. And stuff. YouTube. You know. Yeah, YouTube, ESPN But, you know, and so that's, so that's what I'm saying. I'm also, I'm set my way, I was set my ways. But with youngsters like Tamer and Andy, I am learning to utilize some of the apps, you know, heck. ESPN Plus, that was a big thing for me, was ESPN Plus. <laughs> so, I mean, and Tamer's making fun of me about Netflix. You know, I had it for the special year off or whatever. Once it ended, I ended it. You know, I was done with it. I mean, okay. The stuff I have, I hardly watch the stuff I have. So, that's just me. Will, what do you watch? What, what do you have? What, what's your go-to in streaming platform? What do you, what do you watch? Uh, we have Fubo, and I, it's funny, similar to you, I've fought tooth and nail as far as cutting the cord. And I was like, nah, I need, you know, I have my channels. Never mind, I didn't watch them, but to know that they were there, yes, I was cool. Like, I'm good. I'm good. I don't, I don't need that. We finally cut the cord, and now we have, <laughs> we have Roku, we have Smart TV with the uh, Fubo, Valley Sports. I downloaded my apps, my ESPN, my ESPN Plus, so. That's pretty much it, man. I watch games like you. You know, I watch a game or um, catch up on, for example, the Browns play the, the Chargers this week. So I'll go and watch the coaches presser from the Chargers mm -hmm. this week. Kind of get information, informational stuff like that. So, yeah. Andy, what what what's your go to? I'm sure you 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 cut the cord and never even had the cord. No, um, I guess my go-to for street we got a couple. I guess the main one would be Hulu, but then also 
because um, I had Amazon Prime to begin with. I didn't realize. I realized a couple of like about a year ago that if you have if you're paying for Amazon Prime, well, you are you get included like some benefits of having that, like being able to stream a couple of stuff with Amazon Prime. So I have that as well, and Netflix. Those are the main three. Tamer. All right, I really have like I'm a streaming type of girl, so top one for me is gonna be HBO Max, and then that's, that's, a big one. that's one I need to get. Well, that's the most expensive no, one that, too, isn't it? Well, it's not that bad. Yeah, honestly, it's not. It's that like twelve ninety nine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, just you know, relatives, hey, relatively speaking, whatever. Go ahead. What else you have, got? When you have other people's login information, you don't really worry about the billing. <laughs> oh, Tamer just did something that got me thinking. Okay. <clears throat> she put that out there. You know, she put that out there. She's not the only one who does that. But have y'all heard, read, seen the fight involving the WNBA players? Yes. I have not. Tamer? I don't think I've seen it or heard it. Okay. I'll try to be quick and we're going to wrap up folks talking sports here. Courtney Williams, former guard for the Atlanta Dream. I say that because she's the Dream said, we're done with you. <laughs> so, but they're done with her because she decided to post on her YouTube channel, her and her girlfriend's YouTube channel, Sunday evening, story time, where they discuss and recap what happened in a fight that took place in May outside a club in the parking lot. So they discuss it, 40 minutes of talk, showing clips, different folks know, it's 2021, folks got their, their phones out, they're recording the fight, all over the place in different angles. So Courtney, a pro player, talking about describing the fight, what happened, reasons for it, everything. Well, Monday, the Atlanta Dream and WNBA heard about it, of course, because it was on YouTube. And they have yeah. almost a million subscribers to that channel. So they began an, an investigation. Courtney said she deleted the YouTube, the, you know, show from YouTube, put out an apology statement. And then the dream said, um, Courtney, thank you for your time, but we no longer need require your services. She and another teammate were clearly seen in the clips throwing hands. For Crystal free. Bradford was kicking. Wow. On a on a woman. That's I mean kicking, using her foot and throwing hands. So she set herself up. Yes, she set herself up. Putting this out on YouTube. Renee Montgomery, who is part owner of the dream, had to discuss this uh Wednesday during halftime of the WNBA playoffs. And she said back in May, they only saw maybe a 10-second clip of this. So what from what they saw in May, according to her was not a lot. So Renee asked Courtney, is there more to this? Apparently Courtney said, no. Renee left it at that. 
And that's all she knew. So Courtney could have been good if she just would have left it alone and not put this on YouTube with more clips and more footage and more angles. So now she is an unrestricted free agent. And I'm curious to see if any WNBA team will touch her now because of this incident that she public. And if you, oh my gosh, I saw all 40 minutes of it. I'll never get that time back. Oh man, I just shook my head. I laughed and just shook my head. I laughed because I, I keep from crying because I was thinking to myself, why are you putting this on YouTube? Why are you saying what you're saying? Why? I mean, oh, it was just so unnecessary. And now she's out of a job. When keeping it real goes wrong. Amen, sir. Amen. And Yanez, I see you updated. The entire 40 minutes. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a professional media person, Tamer. I, I wouldn't be able to discuss it in case I was asked about it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Andy, how did Tulane score? Get the get the uh, get the fifteen. Yeah, uh, Houston's offense is stalled out again. They punted on the last. Um, they punted on the last two drives, or they punted three out of the last four drives. They got a field goal in between there, but yeah, Houston's offense is stalling. The defense has kind of been feast or famine in the second quarter. They gave up a six play, long drive for another touchdown. So Houston looks like it's going to be a bit of a tough fight in the second quarter there it's pretty much the end of the first half there's nine seconds left with Tulane uh on their side of the field so it's, that's probably gonna be the score heading into halftime but yeah Houston's struggling Nathaniel Dell hasn't been back yet so curious to see that's something to monitor for the UH offense and uh, the old line just had bad uh pass protector in the, in the previous drive Clayton Toon just gotten sacked twice in like the net, last three plays so Okay, well, I might end up being right, you know, if, if things continue going better for Tulane second half. And once again, Tamer, chime in on this. Uh, chime in as well. One reason I picked Tulane in our off-season predictions was better coaches on the Tulane sideline, not the U of Eight sideline. So we'll see if that continues. More adjustments are made in, in the second half, and if Nathaniel Dell is out for U of Eight, that's a big blow. So, find out if if uh, U of H loses, what would their record be, Andy? They'd be four and two with a difference, loss. Difference between four and two and five and one. And Tulane's record, they're what one? They only won one, one game. And so. four. Yeah, they're one and four. So Which is very um, weird for Tulane, if you ask me. It's not really like them heading into the conference play. Well, after the first game that they had, you know, it's a bit of a shock, but really they've struggled uh, since they had to play up in Oklahoma. They've really struggled um, since then. Yeah. And we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, folks talking sports, talked about different stuff. We talked about some boxing, you know, and and some bas- some WNBA. Oh, playoffs, WNBA playoffs. Got to touch on this. Uh, Chicago Sky eliminated the top seed. Connecticut Sun winning game four to advance to the WNBA Finals. Candace Parker, the vet, won't call her old because she still got some skills left in her game. I think she took advantage of the two days off between games three and four. Give everybody some rest that she needed. 
she shined, put in work, and carried the sky, helped carry the sky to the finals, WNBA finals. Alisa played the Las Vegas Aces or the Phoenix Mercury, who played game five Friday, October 8th at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern. Mr. Gibson. Okay, and so. game one will be of the WNBA finals will be on Sunday. I think that'll be on ABC. That's on the time and blog post is on my Houston Round Ball Review women's blog. You can go check that out. But yes, talked a little bit about WNBA fighting. League got to do better than, hey, keep this stuff in house. Players got to be smarter than this, man. Put this stuff on YouTube. Come on, people. I mean, come on, really? Come, really? Come on now. And we're still. 50-plus minutes away from the Rockets, Miami Heat game on ESPN2, preseason game number two for the Rockets. Eric Gordon will be out with a minor left ankle issue. Starters will be Daniel House, Christian Wood, Daniel Tice, Jalen Green, and Kevin Porter Jr. What do I think? Your thoughts on that uh, starting five there? Andy, you first. I think it's much more of a conventional lineup. I, I, I'm, I was kind of surprised that they went with Eric Gordon at the three in the first preseason game. Uh, honestly, it's something that they've done ever since uh, they lost Trevor Reza. Eric Gordon has seen himself plugged into the starting rotation a lot often, and I'm, I'm honestly curious if it's just something that they've kind of spoken with Eric Gordon about, and maybe he's more comfortable or he feels he's better as a starter. I know whenever he's been asked by reporters, at least in previous years, he said it doesn't make much of a difference for him regardless of whether he starts or is off the bench. But uh, honestly, I feel it, it'll be interesting to see how they, they start off the game. Like I said, again, we touched on preseason. You can't put too much stock into it. But I know Steven Silas also said that he's going to be looking to plug in as many different lineups he can just to see what what type of um, matchups he can get with his players playing different positions and stuff like that. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, they play out in the, in those preseason. And real quick, Will, I'll come to you. But the Heat starters, Jimmy Butler, P.J., Bam Adebayo, Duncan Robinson, and Kyle Lowry. So they're going to play a good mix of old and young. So what are your thoughts on the Rockets starting five? I like it. I mean, of course, for obvious reasons, I wish I was watching the point guard tomorrow instead of tonight, but I digress. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Let it go, Will. Let it go. He ain't coming back. Let it go. Let it go. No, sir. But um, no, um, I like it. I mean, like, as, as Andy said, you know, the mix, you know, the young fella and, you know, then you have the veteran with Tice and House. Uh, Christian Wood, I would even call a veteran at this point now. Is it what, year six for him? Year six, year seven? Yeah. Something along that line. So, I mean, I like it. But again, it's the preseason, you know, so I'm, I'm sure they're looking for uh, different uh, rotational pieces, see how different lineups match up. And this is what you do. This is what you use this this time for, and uh, get ready for the regular season. So, Tamer, thoughts on the Rockets starting five? Um, I will just have to see more of all of these guys. Um, besides Aaron Borden, they're all pretty new to me, so I don't really have any. I haven't been keeping up with the Rockets lately, but now that preseason has started, I'll definitely. Um, take a look and be able to add more insight onto this conversation in the next episode. ESPN 2, 9 o'clock. You're young. You can stay up and watch all of it. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm going to take uh, some no-dos so I can stay up. Um, 
get ready for the post game show and ask questions or listen to Coach Silas and the players after that around 11 30, 11 30, 12 30 for a preseason game. Golly, man. Oh. I've been okay. seeing them like hype. I've been seeing the Rockets players and fans and a couple of people that I follow really hyped about this um, 2021 2022 team. So we shall see if it's any Rocket different fans. than what we've seen in the past. Rocket fans always get hype with whatever team they have. Oh, yeah. This would be a fun team to watch. And Andy, do you know Andy or Tamer? Um, the Rockets are uh, – will launch a, a song, a, a theme – I don't want to focus a theme song, but a song on um, the home opener featuring some of the local H-Town rappers, rap legends are putting together a song. Have you heard about that? I think I, – I don't know too much in depth about it, but I think I did see a, a post about it. Is that the one where it includes, like, different people? Like, isn't, like, Bun B on the list? Yeah, yeah I think yeah. Bun part of it and, and Paul Wall, I think, as well. Yeah. And see, well, those guys are getting to be our age. <laughs> you know? so, Paul Wall. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, they're getting yeah. to be our age, but they're showing love for the H-Town basketball team. Oh, and have y'all, in case y'all missed it, at Media Day, Mr. House, Daniel House, is, he's got working on some some rap songs. Got some skills, apparently. And he's got a oh, song yeah, that. with uh, Paul Wall, apparently. And it's supposed to be pretty good. I haven't heard it. You know, it ain't jazz, so I haven't heard it. Sorry. But, uh, <clears throat> sorry. But, any, uh, Will, come to you yes. first, man. Anything you want to say, give you the solo screen as we close out the show? Yeah, it's hard to say football. It's homecoming weekend again. Maryland coming into the shoe as a 21-point underdog. So I look for the Buckeyes to definitely win by more than three touchdowns and uh, hopefully move up uh, from their number seven seven ranking uh, as the initial rankings for the college football playoffs, I believe, are two weeks away. A week, yeah, uh, not – this coming Tuesday, uh, the thir- the twelfth, but I believe October twentieth is the first rankings of the college football playoffs. So, hopefully, uh, they continue to win and uh, move into that top four. How can folks find you on the World Wide Web? They can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Will Gibson Seven, uh, Will Knows on Facebook, the Will Knows uh, Facebook page, and also. Uh, www.wtgsports that's wtgsports.com all right thank you sir thank you andy yanez i'm coming to you man what you got yeah they can follow me on twitter at ayanez underscore five i have put here you can follow um if anyone lives in the Paraline friendswood area that's my uh, main beat for community impact newspaper covering uh honestly all sorts of things from government districts and even uh the big thing right now is that that my had my brain had my brain busy last week was uh, the budgets for both of the cities, but then also at Potsdam at Jamal for Reach Athletics. Dayon Dunlap and I are going to try something new today after this football game between Houston and and uh, Tulane, where we're going to try to see how it goes. We're going to try to use Twitter Spaces to kind of have more of a instant live reaction type of uh, reaction to the game. If that makes sense. But um, so, yeah, we're going to be experimenting with Twitter space. So hopefully that goes good. 
Um, and also, one thing we didn't touch on, but um, just the Apollo Media in general, they're obviously their biggest sport right now is the Houston Astros who are in the playoffs who won game one of the AODS against the White Sox. So pretty good pretty good win for Lance McCullers in his performance. Uh, something you don't want to touch on too much, Chris. Oh, no. I, I, hey, I'm not going to bring it up, but if y'all want to discuss the Astros in baseball, feel free. I, you know, just don't wait on me to do it. Yeah, good performance. Barely game one, so game they're back at it. Game two, I think it's around 1 o'clock tomorrow. I don't know why they have playoff games in the middle of the day, but something weird like that. But Houston won. Good performance by Lance McCullers. That's all I can add. I couldn't watch most of the game. I was at work. Tamer, I'm coming to you now. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. So, Dr. folks, can find you. Me Go on, ahead. Folks can find me on Twitter at T Night Sports. That's T K N I G H T Sports. Also on Instagram at T Night Sports. Uh, be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh, Tamer Knight. Just type it in. You'll see a lot of good videos there. Also, be on the lookout for episode number two of TSU Sports Show um, on AT&T Sportnet, like we already discussed. And lastly, um, any Husky fans, be sure to give me a follow on Twitter. I will be announcing some good news that I've already made known here, but I'm going to be very vocal about it as the women's basketball season is near. So, yeah, that's one of the – well, that's – five of many ways you can access me and hopefully there will be a lot more to come and which huskies is that come on oh sorry hbu huskies houston baptist university i will be uh, doing interviews pre post game uh, interviews some play-by-play and just creating uh features and stories to tell about the athletes the coaches they told me it's my show and i can put it in any direction that I would like. So I'm super excited about that opportunity. Thank you very much. And you be sure and tell the people at HBU that I would like to be notified of the basketball information. They have my email address. They just don't send me stuff. So I'm putting them on blast right here for everyone to hear because they know I said it to them before. I said it to them two years ago, said it to them last year. My email ain't changed. Phone number ain't changed. Send me information about your teams. Because until you do, Tamer can talk about y'all. But until you do, <laughs> whatever. Puts y'all on a boat like TSU. That's just how I am. I, hey, y'all got my email address. You know how to find me. You know how to get in touch with me. You should, y'all follow me on Twitter. Email me. Send me press releases. I don't want to go to the website to find out about news. So, you know, I'm not going to promote you. That's not my job. It's your job to inform the media about what's going on with your program. I'm going to wrap it up right there. That shows you a little, little bit of, about me, KG, Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Bar View. I've been around since 1994 covering basketball and sports. I'm almost 50 years old. I'm too old to, to wait on people to wake up and send out content information about their program. I have a whole bunch of other teams, conferences, and leagues that send me information. So if you don't, fine. Bye. All right. Andy, Tamer, Will, we have to look at our schedules because we're getting close to the 
games counting for real. So let's work out. Will, what's your next uh, Cavs game? Um, after this one, the twenty second. So I'm good. I'm, this only preseason game I'm going to. So next Friday I'm good, but the twenty second I will be in Cleveland. Next Friday the Rockets are playing the Spurs, so I won't I won't be good for a show. How are we looking for next Thursday? Is that good for y'all next Thursday? Sounds good. Because uh-huh. yeah. I think the football, U of H football is, is on a bye, right, Andy? Yeah, next week they'll be on a bye. Okay, so we'll see if we can get James Mueller and maybe Jayla Mason to uh, join us as well um, next Thursday to talk about U of H football, U of H basketball would have wrapped up their media day with the conference on the 13th. So we can maybe have some clips from that as well, part of the show on next Thursday's edition of Folks Talking Sports. As always, thank you very much for tuning in. Let's see if I can get this right one more time. And a reminder to Rocket fans who are tuning in, I will have a, a Rockets Talk show, live stream show, this Saturday, October 9th. Going to do it at 7 p.m. Central, not rather than 8 p.m. Central, because I'm holding out hope that I'm going to be invited to watch the fight somewhere rather than having to spend all that money. <clears throat> so thank you, as always, for tuning in to another edition of Folks Talking Sports on YouTube and Facebook. We will see y'all next Thursday, October 14th. Y'all take care.